Check that sound, y'all. Check that sound. Check, 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 check. I'm not sure how this is going to work out. Ringo. How am I going to keep an eye on Hello, it if I can't I'm even Ringo. concentrate? Why am I Ringo? Hello. I'm George Harrison I'm kind of, of the George Harrison. The I'm kind only, of an Australian Ringo. The, all, I was about to say, the only thing I can do is Australian now. Ringo. Any other accent goes straight to Australian. It does, though. <laughs> they really, thanks, I can't do British. Like the kid I saw this week. Thanks, he. Thanks, he. He. I really like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Hello and Hello. welcome. Hello. And welcome to Carry On. Welcome to episode 11 of Carry On. It was so great. It was so great to be here. It's thanks, really good. <laughs> thanks for being here. Welcome to episode 11 of Carry On. I am your co host, Kat Knipe. And I'm your hostess with the mostest. Alec Wells, and with us today is our very special guest, Daniel Montgomery. I recognize that name. Oh, yeah. I feel like you've I've been episode here Episode six. Episode six. The Which in, has gone the down now, in history. The now infamous episode six. One and many. other many. One of many. Her story. Her story. Her story. That's true. It's true. Um, mm. Hey, guys. So we have just finished watching episode 11 of Sex and the City, an episode titled The Drought. Mm-hmm. It aired August 16th, 1998, mm-hmm. in that dead heat of summer, directed by Matthew Harrison. He's got a, plenty of directing and producing and writing under yeah. his belt. Right before he directed this episode of this one and only episode that he directed of Sex and the City, he directed a short film called Penis yeah. in 1997 <laughs> that I can only assume got him this job. Yeah. It's too bad that a film he made called Penis was short. Well, I don't think it's probably a short <laughs> film. It's probably like an average length. Yeah. If I we're really know. being honest. If I was to make one, it would be an epic. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, also written by Darren Starr. Oh Michael Patrick King and Michael okay. Green, whomever oh, that is. Green. Michael I don't know. Green is writing Prometheus 2. That's really? not a joke. Wait, really? really? Yes. Also, wow. Candace Bushnell is always listed as a co-writer. Is that just because she created the series, I or do you I, think she was in the room? Uh, my guess is that it's because she created the, created That's what the series. Think. And That's what I think. That's what I've always thought. It said that in this episode? In every episode, I've noticed always for IMDb, I always um, I oh, always I think look at who the writers are, and Candace Bushnell's always listed as a as a writer. It doesn't Maybe. say that on the show, Got but it. it says it on the IMDb, Got and it. that must be because it's based on source material. By she did Candace plenty Bushnell. of writing, but as far as specifically words for this episode, maybe not so much. Right. Um. So this episode is about sex, or yes. is it about? No sex. Yeah. That's a real good point. Is it about the art of sex or the fart of sex? <laughs> oh, God. You guys, I mean, if you're watch, if you're listening to this episode of Carry On as part of a companion to watching the series, which we really honestly hope that you are, yes. um, then, then maybe you've just finished watching this episode. Now you're listening to us. But if you're just casually listening... And you don't know what's going on. This episode is about farts. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. What's great about this episode, if you need an introduction to 
Carrie as a character. This is perfect. This is oh. perfect. This shows this really her insecurity, is. her neuroses. Her I mean, we go on a journey with her over this episode, <laughs> and she really reaches them low lows in this episode. She, she shows all colors in this episode. Yeah, she does. You know, what's intriguing about the first season is a lot of the Carrie Big storyline hits these same moments where... Mm-hmm. You know, Carrie it gets neurotic about something in their relationship, mm-hmm. and she spins out just a little bit or a lot of bit, mm-hmm. and then in the end, Big is still there. Big is still there. His reassurance is not necessarily verbal. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> but just the fact that he's there. A lot of people say ninety percent is just showing up. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. so true. And, and you know what? Big up. shows up. Yeah. He always does. He always yeah. does. He always does. In the first season. Um but so uh in in a in a delightful turn of events for this first season. And Alec, I have a bone to pick with you. Okay. Let me just say in a general sense sure. that much like the lesson in Arrest Development where he says, This is why you always leave a note. Right. This is why you always watch the first season. Mm. I'm sorry, but I think this episode has some really great number one Carrie stuff, but number two Carrie and Big stuff. Yeah. Like the fucking first time he enters her apartment. Yeah. We, which we will really. Moment. That really, is. It that is, is a ca- big moment, Daniel. It which, is canonical. Which we will. Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. So, I guess na 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 is what I'm saying. You know what? No need to toot your own horn. <laughs> Uh, so, so the episode starts, we, we start this episode with Carrie and Big in bed. Sharing ice cream. Weeks. They love those nuts. They love those nuts. Per Carrie's voiceover, they've spent weeks together now. Mm -hmm. New York City, it's all about sex. People getting it, people trying to get it, and people who can't get it. No wonder the city never sleeps. It's too busy trying to get laid. But if you ever actually do manage to get someone in bed, the real fun begins. And now they can finally sleep together. With, yes. With uh, I, what I really love that sh- that little montage yes. of them sleeping together. I thought it was genuinely beautiful. Yes. No, it makes me want to just snuggle. Me too. It makes me want to snuggle for the rest of my whole life. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to point out a Sex in the City Easter egg for the next time you watch it. The music playing in the background is Moon River. No. Sex in the City. You're kidding me. You can suck a dick. Are you serious? I am absolutely serious. Sex in the City fans will know from season four when Big decides to move to Napa Valley. Two twisters. But that's the song they dance to. Stand up, turn around, and sit back down. (laughs) Yeah. How about wow. that? Wait, are you serious? I am absolutely I can't. serious. Wow. I can. I definitely This I mean, is when you cue that sound cue for the audience it is. to hear. That's the kind with nuts in it. Mm-hmm. We love our nuts. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> now, also, yeah. this is again where I say... 
toot toot beep beep. This yeah. is why you watch season one. Yeah. Damn it. That's true. That's all I'm saying is you have such season one itis, but what a, I mean, maybe this wasn't like the most magnifique yeah. episode, but I thought it was kind of great for actually all four when characters. When I too, I thought it was yeah. a, I thought it was really good. Everyone. It finally it finally feels like mm-hmm. we're a little bit out of first season itis. Yes. We're starting to feel like all characters are really true to themselves. I agree. Yeah. It, I agree. It, it feels comfortable. It's it was funny. We all laughed out mm-hmm. loud we many did. times. There were some great moments. But yeah, so so getting back to the episode itself. Yes, let's here. not put the fart before the horse. <laughs> <laughs> so Carrie and Bigger in bed together, like Daniel mentioned, eating that ice cream, yeah. feeding each other, each other that ice cream, kissing yeah. through that ice cream, licking mm-hmm. that ice cream off each other's sharing lips. that yeah. ice cream, sharing in their it, sharing everything. He was sharing reading mouths. a book called Truman. He was reading a book. I'm assuming about Harry Harry Truman. Yeah, Harry S. Harry S.'s Truman. He's into his history. So, of course, yeah, we know that. But um, so they are comfortable. Is what we what we are meant to understand. What we are meant to understand. Yes, of course. Um, and so comfortable. Too comfortable. And you might say because what happens, Catherine? God, why do you make me say it? Go for it. I mean, just like Carrie did. Carrie, let's. Some flatulence happen. Yeah, she gets flatulent. It Carrie Carrie gives us some methane. Carrie <laughs> Carrie farts. Yeah, she lets a fart happen, and it's small. And for yeah. it's, and listen, and to her credit, it's pretty cute. It's so yeah. funny. Normally, I don't think this kind of thing is funny. No, not for like the poop jokes. Yeah, and yeah, like yeah. Jokes. Yeah. I love. But this. I think this yes. moment is for people who don't. Like the poop jokes and fart yeah. jokes, i.e. women. I mean, yeah. I personally, like, I kind of love a good fart joke slash poop joke. Like, yeah. that moment in American Pie, in the first American Pie, when when he, when, when what's-his-face, um, not Stifler, uh, the guy who Eddie sleeps. Eddie K. Thomas? Yeah, Eddie K. Thomas's character goes oh, into right. the bathroom and, and just... Has to shit it all out, uh, but I would because say, of that X lax, and the, say, it's oh, yeah, embarrassing. Please. Anyway, I would, I would say the difference between that and this is that the joke of the flatulence comes not from the act itself, but from the way that she reacts to it. Absolutely, and that's what takes that joke beyond the most base level. Yeah. It's not the actual act, it's the embarrassment and everything that dominoes as a result of mm-hmm. of said act. Because as soon as it happens, we almost don't even have time to process it before she has hidden She's in the sheets and escaped r- from the room. It is Ran the out most of the bed, hit the door. Yeah, yeah, it's the most beautiful moment because Carrie lets out the most feminine fart I've ever heard. And then and then big in has- true big fashion goes Was that you? After sleeping together for many weeks, Mr. Big and I had gotten comfortable enough to really sleep together. It was nice. It was the way I'd always dreamed it could be. Good morning. Good morning. Is that you? Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. You might be worse under there. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Oh. <laughs> and honestly, 
He's charmed by is it. He, he can't he, ignore it. He, so, yeah, and that the only gentlemanly thing to do, if like, let's say she let it, uh, an S, one of them SVDs, one of them silent but deadlies loose, <laughs> and he smelled it but like didn't say anything, that's a right. gentlemanly thing to do. But there's no ignoring the sound. No. So he is jovial and, and says, what's that you? And, yeah. then, and then he laughs and he has this... Yeah. I, I even wrote in my notes that I loved Big's laugh because oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I just love Big and Carrie so much. And I, Me too. And I could feel Big's love in that laugh. Yes. He is endeared yeah. and forgiving. I mean, yeah. not that it's a thing that needs to be forgiven, Such but he's just saying laugh. it's okay. It's okay, yeah. Carrie. Everything is but, okay. But, but speaking as a woman, I don't but care if speaking. someone... But speaking. <laughs> but speaking as a woman, I can say that I don't care how affable... If you farted just now, I would just leave because my life would never get better. <laughs> well, listen, I, I mean... The, but speaking as a woman and then... But fart. speaking as a woman, fart. Um, I, I just... I don't care how well a man reacts to that. I'm going to be more embarrassed than I've ever been in my whole life. That's, you are I'm mortifying sorry. me. You are mortifying. Um, and, and so this happens, like, Daniel, like you said, she gets under the covers... Yeah. Uh, to, to try to hide her face. And he says, I don't think it's going to be any better under there, which is, again, perfect and yep. funny. She's Dutch. And then gen- a gentleman. A gentleman. Yeah. And a then gentleman knows. She runs right oven. out of the room and runs into the doorway. Like, just nothing yeah. could be Slaps. more embarrassing. Yeah. And what I needed more than anything in that moment was for her to directly address the camera. And I got and what she I did. Wanted. Straight to the camera. Oh, my God. I was mortified. <laughs> Um, now I like, can we just imagine for a moment that, you know, this happened that they were in the editing room because that was obviously a fart noise added in post. Unless Sarah Jessica Parker really did it. That's really method. Impressive. That's really method or methane, honey. (laughs) So, but I love the idea of they had to go through. That was Alex One Honey for the episode, by the way. Oh, (laughs) there it is. (laughs) Um, It just flies right by my ears. Kind of like a fart. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I love the idea of them being in post, and they have like seven or eight falls. And they yeah. gotta take the best Seven one. or yeah. eight? More like a hundred. And Michael Patrick King and Darren Star singing, you know yeah. they're disagreeing, by the way, because they have a contentious <gasps> sure. They're having a heated I argument bet you, about it. I bet you that the fart that went out was Michael Patrick King's fart, because yeah. it's the, because I know in my heart that yeah. it's the, I know in my fart that it's the right <laughs> heart. Oh, yeah. that's and a carry fart. It is, yeah. and I feel like Darren Star probably argued for like a, <laughs> like a like a diarrhea fart. Yes. And Michael Patrick King was like, Are you no, fucking no, no. crazy? She's yeah. a still a woman. It has to be like a little cornet. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and it was. And it totally was. <laughs> it's but, the perfect fart. Yeah. That yeah. I just love that that moment definitely Can happened. I just say that the, the moment was fartful? It, it really was. was. It was. really was. <laughs> so um I will also point out one other Easter egg. I swear to God I am not making this oh up. The song playing behind that sequence was making whoopee. That is <gasps> not a lie. I'm sure you're right. I can't I I wasn't pick paying up attention. On any of this. Yeah. So that's your second. Uh, that's, that's great. Like real good. Um that's yeah. real nice. But okay. What I love is that in episode eleven of season one. We get a moment that we actually get later in season four. Okay. When does Carrie have the affair? Uh, Season three. Season three. So Carrie, after she's farted and run out of the room, we get a moment later where Carrie's doing a little voiceover. She's trying to busy herself. She's writing. And then 
much, you know, much like if you've ever been guilty of something or or had an embarrassing moment or whatever, you've yeah. said something awkward and you can't get it out of your head that one moment and it'll you'll never live it down. You know that it if you're neurotic like mm-hmm. me and like Carrie, it yeah. keeps coming back to you. Yes. And this moment happens where Carrie's writing <laughs> on her computer <laughs> and she's trying to go about her day and be a professional lady and then yeah. oh god it keeps just coming back to yeah. her i didn't call him the rest of the day i tried to lose myself in work but every time i stopped for a second to think <laughs> i'd relive my hell all over again that moment happens in season three it's it's an episode mm-hmm. opener it's oh, the episode yes. after yeah about. it's the episode after where mm-hmm. carrie's slept with big at the yeah. like stanhope spoiler hotel spoiler alert yes whoops carrie's like you know blah 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 i was I was one, I was two, I was then, having an affair with my married ex-boyfriend. It's that, it's that flash. Yes. Yeah. And she, she's like kind of like stabbed with the yes. memory. So in and, this, she's trying to write her article and then suddenly she remembers that left cheek sneak. That little, and it yeah. comes out. That, yeah. She'll never get that farticle fin. I mean that article finished. No, that's right. That's absolutely right. Now, meanwhile, this is where we find Carrie, but Miranda, Miranda finds herself in a three-month Dry spell. Oh, God. Which is equated, like, to death. Death. Yeah. It's like she might as well be dead. You might There's as well be dead. There's nothing worse than three months And here's... I want to make an observation about TV shows, which is... Okay, so in this episode, Miranda hasn't had sex for three months, and and this is just unbearable. That seems like people in TV shows have sex... All the time. Yeah, they do. All the time. I got also, worried. No, agreed. In three Seriously. months. I, like, them, I guess I must be dead. Right, because not <laughs> only not ridiculous. only with Miranda's storyline, but with Carrie's, yeah. where she's like, we'd been okay. So after Carrie farts, she says it's been it's been three nights or whatever, and we yeah, haven't had sex. sex. And yeah. it was that was the first time in the weeks that they've been together that they've gone to bed without mm-hmm. having sex. That means every night yeah. for weeks. I'm just going to say as a person with a vagina yeah. that no matter how much you want to have sex yeah. every night and no yeah. matter how lubed you are, yeah. at some point you need recovery time. There has to be recovery time. Every night. That's so excessive. Or just like, but this is like a TV. This is a trope to me. The three months without sex, the having sex every night. Look, I am sure there are people that do it. More power to them. We're all sex positive in this room. Yeah. Yes, we are. If you want to do it every night, that's fantastic. But I don't think that that represents the majority no. of the population. As much as they would like it to be, because, I mean, sex is great. Yeah. But even Carrie's reaction to Miranda saying, it's been three months, She Carrie literally says, yeah. oh, I had no idea. Right. Yeah. Like, I'm so <laughs> sorry. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. And I was like, well... Hope Carrie never meets me. Jesus, I know. God. Well, and uh, I mean, here's the other strange thing about it is uh, what, you know, what's great about Carrie and Miranda's relationship. I totally forgot what I was going <laughs> to say. <laughs> I had it. It was right it's, there, like yeah, a toot, right at the top. <laughs> and then I lost it. It almost snuck right out Wait, from between your I, cheeks. I was looking at my notes. Something. Oh, 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 I remember what it was. Is that, okay. 
What I always appreciate about Carrie is that there's a way that she's articulate about her life and her sex life without being too specific oh, or graphic. Oh, sure. Let's, let's think about the Sex in the City movie where she says she refuses to answer the question how many times a week do that makes me I upset, have sex? By the way, yeah. still, I know, I'm still I know because she kind of sidesteps the question, but I kind of like that about her. Do too. you? I do because that's what I would do. I don't like being too. Well, specific. I don't like you either. I'm just kidding. I get it. I, I love you. It. It's not true. I don't. I don't like being too specific about anything that I consider to be private, like including my sex life. I don't want to be one of those people who just doesn't give any kind of answer at all. Mm. But I also don't like being too graphic. I mean, it's just nice to have things about your life business. that are kind of private. Sure. And I always related to Carrie in that way that she would never be. Look, she's a sexual anthropologist. She writes a column for God's sake. Yeah. But geez. she's not. She's not always going to display every single piece of. Do you re- can you say what she said in the movie? I know what she said. Yeah, she says, um, you know, it's about coloring because yeah. because uh, Charlotte's daughter is is in the diner with them, and Lily. she says, but when he does color, he you goes were... outside the lines. Yeah, yeah. Colors, it's a metaphor. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I appreciated that. So what was strange about this is she was saying we're having sex every night, and I thought, well, okay, you know, I don't think that's inconsistent with her career. She's younger. I think here. that's the most specific Carrie ever gets about her sex life. I think so yeah. too. Right, I, yeah. except for with. With Burger, when she says that it's not the sex, spoiler alert, oh, right. sure. that the sex yeah. isn't good, you know? Right. But, you know, if you think about the stuff that, I mean, Samantha brings <gasps> up, that Miranda brings up, oh, that yeah. Charlotte brings up, mm-hmm. it's not as specific. All, all the things they always bring up are so specific. Yes. Mm-hmm. And pretty graphic. And I just have and, That's a good point, even and Charlotte. Carrie, and Carrie yeah. never brings up. She. she 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 adds her opinion or whatever, yeah. but she doesn't specifically bring up a lot of those issues. I have know? a question, which is, and I, I feel like I probably know the answer to it, but is there ever a time in the show where any of the women get upset with Carrie about airing their dirty laundry in her column? No. Uh, no. Well, a couple episodes ago, earlier in season one, Charlotte says to Carrie when she's recounting her relationship with that Hasidic Jewish artist Mm -hmm. she's like you cannot put this in your column the only person that ever kind of calls her out or even references it is big yeah when he reads her book and he won't have sex with her as a result of it i mean that's i mean okay i I have a really good example of this it from my own life which is my sister writes a column for a newspaper in Mm -hmm. charleston about having a brother about having a brother and she's like my brother is the worst yeah you should hear him fart (laughs) (laughs) no but there have been there have been a column or two that have been about me like when she comes to la and the experiences we have and that's all fine but one time she wrote a column about me and it was something specific to my life and i felt a little self-conscious about it um I, i I don't know if I ever brought it up with her, but I remember reading it and thinking, she like, knows oh, now. well, she knows now, <laughs> Hi, Katie. Katie. <laughs> um, but Katie's I, a doll. I mean, it's just, imagine if you were Samantha or Charlotte or Miranda. I mean, you know, some of the stuff in there is pretty graphic. Yeah, I mean, they never if, say anything about if it. If her voiceover is what we're to believe is the column. I can't imagine... Specifically, we actually can can 
think that. Really? Then my question is, what is the voiceover? Right. I always assumed it was the column or pieces Maybe of the column. Maybe it's a little bit of both. It's got to be a little bit of both because some of the stuff she says in the voiceover is so specific and I cannot I imagine the girls would be okay. I couldn't help but wonder. <laughs> that should be the name of the column. But, you know, be. if you're a friend of Carrie's, the byproduct of that, Sorry. the um, what's the Dan Savage phrase that he uses uh the price of admission the price of admission for being a oh put a dollar in the dan savage you yeah, did it is in that, the dan savage jar what happens in your sex life is fodder for her column sure um let me ask you guys a question is there a moment in every relationship where romance gives way to reality because that's what carrie says in this well, episode. using a specific example from my own life. <laughs> oh, Lord. He got um, real close to that mic. Uh, no, I don't I, I don't think it's, as, at least for me, I don't think it's as black and white for that. I think, um, you know, you have to make, you have to make an effort to keep the romance mm-hmm. alive. Because at first you can um, use that, you know, new relationship jitters and the excitement of getting to know someone that's almost cheating. You can use that as fuel to keep the romance sure. alive because it's there anyway because you're getting to know that person. It's so exciting and it's all new. And well, it's, it's funny. You don't completely... have to work in the beginning. Yeah. No, you don't. At all. But as the relationship continues, you have to work to keep it exciting. But I've always been a guy who's been in long-term relationships. Like I've never been like really a one-night stand guy. But, you know, I mean, the fun of it, to me, is is how to keep it alive, how to keep it exciting. Um, and I think it's totally possible. Um, Daniel, it's time for you to get real. Great. This episode is, is okay, so Carrie's plotline in this episode is... I have things to say. Is, I'm a girl, uh, when she's having this conversation with Miranda... I farted in front of my boyfriend. And... And we're no longer having sex. We, and he thinks of me as one of the boys. And I'm going to have to move to another city where the shame of this won't follow me. You farted. You're human. I don't want him to know that. For for women, it, we are expected to smell good and not make fart noises and not poop. I have, I, I had a friend in high school who would always say to me, girls don't poop. <laughs> and I'd say, Jordan, yes, we do. It's just, I'm, I'm not trying to like put it in your face or anything, ew. Um, but yeah, I mean, like you need to face reality. And he'd be like, nope, not gonna, not gonna accept that. Um, and, but I think he, like, he was obviously joking, but like being vocal about something that I think girls fear, which is you can't let a guy know that you make bad smells or noises or anything. Um, so Daniel, I think. I think the high standard we put to females is is something to be considered, but also I think part of it is that it's just a relationship thing. Like, I don't think it's... I think it's more heavily the weight uh, and the pressure of smelling good and looking good is more on the female in a heteronormative relationship. Mm-hmm. But I also think there's some pressure on a straight male in a heteronormative relationship to, like, you know, like, we don't, nobody wants to smell that stuff. So what about in a male-male relationship where butts are kind of butts more are, on the table? Butts are the focus. <laughs> butts are on the where table. Where there's more butt stuff where there's going more butts on. Going Get on. that butt Well, off I will the table. tell you guys this. All right. Okay. Um, I, I I love this. I love this episode. And I, I love I, and this I, and episode. I love Carrie's little toot moment. Mm-hmm. And I will share with you guys. I had a similar moment <gasps> that happened. But <gasps> really, it, but I would be big in this situation. But. Okay. 
it happened, and I'm going to sound like a, a, a I'm going to sound a little creepy here. I Good. think, but um, there was a moment where I was spending the night with somebody I was re- I really was really 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 into, mm-hmm. right? And I understand Carrie's sort of feels she feels like she needs to be perfect, right? Yeah. Yeah. Of course, like you know, like as a human being, and I. I love seeing humanity in other people. I love, yeah. I love being there to help uh, tell people it's okay. I love yeah. to pick people up and say it's fine. You're a human being. Mm-hmm. I love issues. I love people with. You've problems. done that for me. <laughs> I do. I yeah. love. I, I yeah. love it because it's I have beautiful. I have issues. I have problems. You have issues, Alec. Mm-hmm. You have problems. Yes. All Kat. of us. And I love. I, I don't. I, all of them witches. I, all of them witches. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I, I feel a pressure to be perfect or whatever. I think yeah, everybody does. But course. there are those moments where I just love when that reality sets in. I yeah. love it. And spending the night with that, you know, that, that guy that I really, really like. Mm-hmm. And we are, um, you know, like in bed or whatever, sleeping. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold yeah i just i just hear that little toot coming from him there's only so much you can do when you're unconscious and you guys in that moment yeah i it was so sweet was it reassuring yes i felt so happy you're like he's just a guy i had like i i remember specifically like a big smile across my face (laughs) i love it you're a human being i'm a human being i like you so much more now yeah Yeah. well it's like it's a wonderful thing. I mean, you talk about acting and you talk about finding that vulnerability and oh. we love when people are vulnerable. Yeah. And I mean, you know, it's a strange one, but that is an instance of vulnerability. Yeah. In a I, way. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, whoops, another dollar in the, the Dan Savage jar, but I, from listening to Dan Savage's podcast, I've also learned that statistically not in, in not a, not even probably the majority of gay men or bi men are into butt play. <laughs> so, I mean, everything everyone's assumption is that men who are gay participate in anal sex uh, in one form or another, but that's not necessarily true. My point being, for men who, for gay men who do engage in that kind of play, I think there's a lot more honest, necessary honesty and openness about. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I've, I've heard about porn, like porn actors who like say like they always like do, um, do an enema before yeah. they, they mm-hmm. they perform. But I don't think that's necessarily always true of people who are just having anal sex. I know a, a, a couple of my friends that do that. that, yeah. do that. I mm-hmm. think there's a little, I think with gay relationships, at least there should be. Mm-hmm. I think there's a little more forgiveness. Yeah. I don't even know if that's the right word. Yeah. But well, that, that, that comes in that sort of department. Understand. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. This is what we're dealing with. So that's right. potentially what's going to happen. So, right. like... So don't yeah, be... Wow. Basically, don't be a baby about it if it does happen. If, if we yeah. see something, if there's something that happens. Yeah. And and I've had an experience, um, not me personally, this is going to sound like I'm lying, <laughs> You're like, for, I'm saying this for a friend. <laughs> but yeah. it, it did happen with, with, with friends of mine who... Oh gosh, this is going to get explicit. <laughs> oh, God. But Please go for it. Friends Please. of mine that... that um, we're having sex mm-hmm. and, and an incident happens sure. yeah. and, and it was not handled very well oh, and yeah. they, they were speaking now 
But they yeah. weren't for a while. I can understand. It's you know? a very and, sensitive and vulnerable place. And, and it is sensitive and yeah. vul- and you and yeah, the butthole is sensitive and vulnerable. <laughs> it really is, <laughs> and, and, and it's kind of considered, at least speaking from the gay community here, yeah. bad form when you. Um, when you sort of ostracize somebody or call yeah. them out Listen, for like that's having the, it, that's the golden yes. rule, though, because you know, like, it could be your poop coming out on a yeah. dick. You know what I mean? I'm just saying, you got to treat others like you want to be treated. Yeah, I, that, yeah. yeah. So you if you should, don't want to be so. shamed for yeah. being a human and having normal human bodily whatevers, then yeah. don't fucking shame somebody yeah. else. Then get out of the saying. kitchen. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Too I wonder, many cooks in the butt. Kitchen. I wonder if that will ever change. I mean, my hope is that it will. And that it will just be a thing that a hundred years from now, it's like not even a big deal. And it's mm. not even a place of like, you could potentially be shamed for this for, sort right. of thing. But, you know, I mean, what's funny about the fart, if I may. Oh, please. Or, or what I mean is not what's funny about it intrinsically, but what I find interesting about it is that from the beginning of mankind in like recorded history, people have found it humorous. Oh, sure. You know, and like people will continue, I think, probably. There are fart jokes in Shakespeare, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Is that the 1600s? Yeah. No, they're and all that's over not the even place. that long ago. Uh, like the first cave paintings are like a person laughing at a person yeah. farting, I think. Of course. That, I'm, I don't Everyone know that knows at that. All. I've never seen that. Painting, <laughs> but I like to imagine that it's true. Um, but I mean, look, what's great about this storyline is that they didn't shy away from it. Right. That's what I really love about yes. it. Yes. Is that they went for it and everybody was on it was board. fun seeing your face, Alec, because you hadn't seen this episode no, before. And Daniel had. and I talked yeah, briefly before and we, we were did. like, I can't wait for Alec to see this. Yeah. And whenever there was a fart thing, I would just look over at you and you had the most devious grin on your face. Like you were so happy because it's yeah. There's some sort of like childish glee. That yeah. Comes yeah. Out of a you were bit. happy to see that Sex and the City went there. Yeah. Because they don't really go here. Yeah. I don't, I'm accessing the files in my brain, but I don't they think don't. they go there. And, th- and that's yeah. another Again. reason why I really like one of, the, uh, why I like this episode because it's, it's, it seems uh, to be, it, it with Sex in the City that always goes there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's it goes there. Yeah. So it's it's one of those one of those episodes that feels like Sex in yeah. the City, mm-hmm. you know? It well, does. well, aside from the issues of fart, there's also issues of libido yeah, addressed yeah. in this mm-hmm. episode. Tell us about Charlotte's storyline. Well, okay, so we've addressed Miranda's storyline that yeah. she hasn't had sex in three months and, and to cure that or to, to put that by the wayside for her to forget the fact that she hasn't had sex in so long, she goes to Blockbuster She has video. to go to Blockbuster. You guys, this episode was a commercial for Blockbuster was- Video. Wow, what a difference. Blockbuster um, Video. You can follow them at, at Blockbuster on Twitter. Just kidding, they don't have one because oh, they don't exist anymore. You guys, this anymore. episode made me want to go to Blockbuster. When we were in Palm oh, Springs this weekend, we passed by a Blockbuster. It was, that closed, was closed, but it was the sign. But was it was still, still there. Remember that satisfaction of getting a Blockbuster tape? Oh yes, yeah. I do. Um, so Miranda, yeah. just can't stop going to Blockbuster to get that bag of gummy bears. <laughs> they they keep referencing like. I've gone to Blockbuster so many times. I'm, you know, I'll get a free bag of gummy bears, which yeah. and which they do get that bag of gummy bears they later. Do. They do, they, they do, and they watch a show. They do That's watch a sure. show and they eat those gummy bears. That's yeah. right. It was not their Blockbuster. Miranda, video, Miranda's 
really frustrated because it's been three months and she hasn't had sex and she's she's to the point where she may actually expire can i she's offer an die. opinion maybe she's not having sex because she's wearing giant overalls oh, and tevas. not I mean, the last time when, she will either the first time we see miranda walking in yeah. walking to blockbuster to drop off her five-hour documentary on the nuremberg trials <laughs> come on come on because she thinks that's gonna help her libido i mean yeah. the, i mean itself. what what she is wearing you guys Y'all. yeah no, it's and somehow the construction guys are like, "Hey, Woo! I got what you want. <laughs> I got what you need." Yeah. She looks like Pete and Pete. She, she does. does. She Both of like them Pete Pete together. together. <laughs> <laughs> Shoved into the overalls. Ultimate Pete and Pete. It's like a superhero yeah. or something. If I if I ever needed to create an outfit that would make me not want to have sex with a woman, it would be exactly oh, what she's wearing. It's be exactly pretty. But listen, shout out. Everyone knows that Cynthia Nixon is a favorite of Carrie. Yes, oh, she's oh, the, no question. Nobody's no upset. Not only, not only yes. is Cynthia Nixon a favorite, but Pat Field is. A, we love Pat yes. Field. Working and by Pat. the way, I'm going to have to work this in right now for this very because nightmare overalls but alec you didn't hear this our friend nick snyder our all of three of our mutual friend nick yes. snyder mm-hmm. was in town for a week from new york city mm-hmm. and i discovered uh in the 20 minutes or so before you came to a uh drink session on friday night that nick okay. snyder was a costume pa for pat Field. No what? way. Oh, you've got to have him on this podcast. Yes. I know. Well, he's already gone, well, but we'll we're going to next him. time. No, yeah. It's, it's got to happen. But listen, yes. he was telling me that um, she was great, number one, but that she had like the most gravelly smokers yes. voice. Good. But I need it. He yes, said, I want he it. He said she had had a, a costume PA previous um to him, who's, whose name was also Nick, which was a little confusing for mm, her. Yeah. But once she realized that the new Nick, he was kind of referred to as the new Nick, right. was was didn't really need a GPS to get around the city because mm-hmm. the previous Nick like kind of had to punch things in every yeah. time. Because the, uh, if, you're, if you're listening, you don't know, costume PA, production assistant, is having to drive maybe a costume designer mm-hmm. in New York City around town, mm-hmm. drop her off at Bloomingdale's, get her to, you know, wait for her, circle the block while she yep. gets, picks out some stuff for a show, et cetera, et cetera. So he was working in this capacity for Pat Field, and I guess her previous production assistant just kind of didn't cut the mustard. Was like, an he idiot. had a hard time. Yeah. But so when she realized that the new Nick, i.e., our Nick Snyder, was a little better at that and knew his way around, that was it. All she needed. She really, like, enjoyed him. I can't him. Wait to hear these But stories. he said that. Like, there was one night where he, like, dropped her off at the end of the evening. He said, she, you know, she's in her 70s now, and she would. Um, she'd drive herself to work. Like, she's really super active, but mm-hmm. he said that one time he was, like, saying goodbye to her at the end of the day. He's, like, dropping her off at home. He's like, so what, uh, what's going on? And she's, he's like, you gonna pack it in for the night? She's like, oh, it was, like, 10 p.m. She's like, oh, God, no, I got a party to go to, and, you know, we're gonna... Yes, so, like, Pat this Field. woman, Pat Field, still parties until, like, 3 in the morning. I love that. Um, because she's a legend. She's yeah. perfect. She's a true sartorialist. Is all I'm saying, yeah. Yes. Um, but, you know, despite the fact that she put Miranda in Three times too big. Which it overalls. feels like Miranda. It does though. It, no, it's you're right. It's absolutely Miranda. There's no question. But, it's still hideous. But so the construction worker just cat calls and calls yep. her out. Yeah. And Miranda gets to a point where she's like, you know what? She's had enough. It's been three months. She says by month four she may hump Samantha or Carrie yes, or Charlotte. She went there. So she goes up to the construction worker guy, much mm-hmm. like she goes up to the sandwich guy. This <gasps> is a great point. Eat me. 
This is we'll leave it at that. For her. Yeah. <laughs> I won't even explain that. Yeah. And she goes straight. She goes up to him and she says, "You know what? Actually, yeah, I'm looking to get laid." Mm-hmm. Miranda went to get a movie and another pound of gummy bears. Hey, hey it's my sweetheart. You're looking good, baby. Good enough to eat. And where you going, doll? I got what you want. I got what you need. You talking to me? Oh, we got a live one, boys. You got what I want? You got what I need? Uh-huh. Well, what I want is to get laid. What I need is to get laid. I need to get laid. Take it easy, lady. I'm married. I'll talk and no action, huh? What a gabone. And, and then Miranda has a response that... Is Yiddish, I think. It is Yiddish. Um, so anyway, that's kind of the end of Miranda's storyline, right? Yeah, it except is. that Miranda, she gets the uh, you know talking to the camera montage started, and there's a guy who says he masturbates three times a day just to make it through, which is a lot of times uh, you know, in a day. That's I'm on OK Cupid. Yeah, and. What, and you answer questions on OkCupid. Okay do you yeah. answer questions about your masturbation habits? Yes, you do. Do you? Or you what? can. One of the questions, and I haven't answered it, yeah. but one of the questions is, how often do you masturbate? <gasps> really? That's yeah. so intrusive. And what's even stranger, you guys? It, and you can choose to privately answer that question or not answer it all. I haven't answered it. Yeah. But... Because <laughs> that's nobody's goddamn business. Well, I have friends on there yeah. that I see, and I can see their response. So I know how often my friends mas- some of my friends masturbate now. I that's and how I you found out of... about me, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, um, wait, so, all right. Let's talk about uh, Daniel. Why don't you explain Charlotte's storyline to oh, us gosh. briefly? So, so Charlotte has started dating this guy. Yeah, no I, name. Kevin? Am Kevin. I, Am Kevin. I making that up? Yeah, no, you're, you're not. And it's Kevin. And she has decided that um, she's going to introduce Carrie to this guy at this dinner. And Carrie mm-hmm. shows up wearing makeup like a clown. And, yes. Um, they are going to have dinner Garage together. doors. Jeremy taught us their garage doors. which is <laughs> That's her, really all, funny. Her, her, her eyelids are completely shimmer blue. I hadn't heard that until I listened yeah, to that. Yeah, it's episode totally of the true. Um, so uh, Kevin shows up. Mm-hmm. And as soon as he walks in, Carrie recognizes him. Yep. Carrie immediately recognizes him. And she... She, it's very obvious that Carrie has dated him before. Yes. And that means she's had that sex with yes, him before. She is and Charlotte's wearing him. a choker. Charlotte is wearing a choker yeah. and um, a Charlotte looks dress. 13 in that yeah. scene. She, she looks so young. The whole episode, I think. She does. Yeah, really um, but uh, as soon as Kevin comes to the table, he conveniently gets uh, a message on his beeper from <laughs> yes. I can't remember who. Beeper. And, and he has to leave for a second to go and talk to somebody on the phone, yep. which, you know, leaves it open for mm-hmm. Charlotte to, um, you know, yep. c- she interrogates Yeah, Carrie. confront Carrie and say, because yeah. Carrie has acknowledged that they have known, they know each other. So you, so you dated him. How do you know him? Mm-hmm. Um, why did you guys break up? Mm-hmm. And so Carrie... I think kind of, I was kind of surprised about how... She was very frank. Fr- very frank Carrie yeah, was. And that's she's, right. And the, all Carrie says is sex maniac. Yeah. Which which is look, an extreme assessment of a person. And you don't need to extrapolate on that. I we get, all I understand wish what she would means. extrapolate. Like, Carrie's what does that mean? too classy for how that. How often we know she that. But Charlotte takes this as a positive Yes. Charlotte thinks, all right, well, I've been getting to know this guy. He's really sweet. We haven't had sex yet. But 
since he's so since he must be so sex crazy he's crazy yeah. for that sex yeah. he must really like me mm. because he's showing so much restraint with yep. me he hasn't you know he hasn't put on those strong moves yet he must mm-hmm. really care about me yep. wow yep. and cut to Charlotte in the taxi in oh, cab on the way back to their place and she <laughs> it's <laughs> awkward moment yeah when Charlotte discovered that Kevin had tucked his libido away for her comfort level she was even more moved by his restraint. I want you to know how much I appreciate your patience. Hmm? Well, you've been so patient with me. Shows how much you really care. And all that waiting is going to make it all the more special for us now. There's only going to be one stop. <laughs> it's weird when one intimates sex in a way that you're ordering takeout. Because it's basically oh, like, yeah. she's like, listen, good job. And for that, we're going to do it later. Yeah. And it's, it's just, you I know, know, I think, I mean, look, we all get that way sometimes. But, you know, this, the, the idea we of do. sex is that it's spontaneous. Yeah. Yeah, but she, she says to the cab driver, there's only going to be one stop. <laughs> it's Weird. In which all three weird. of us guffawed. We yeah. did. We, we legitimately We laughed guffawed. right out loud. Yeah. So uh, next thing you know, we're at the one stop. Things are getting hot, hot and heavy. heavy. And then the guy immediate Kevin immediately yeah. stops. Us. You know what? I'm good. All right, cool. He rolls yeah. off of Charlotte. But things seem really hot and heavy. But one yeah, thing I really want to mention is that Charlotte's bra... Yeah. Um, did you guys notice? I it's did notice so it. Yeah. It's so lacy and sequined. Yeah. And I, I'm going to tell you, I've owned bras like this. They are impractical. Mm-hmm. They don't fit well under almost any clothing. I'm sure mm-hmm. they can't feel good. No. They feel it hurts your arms. It looks like an 80s up. wedding dress. It's like, yeah. It's I- like if we were in the movie Selena, it would be like, it's not a bra, it's a bustier. Yeah. But it's... It had shoulder pads. Anything for Salinas. Anything for Salinas. No, but listen. That bra is ridiculous. Is all I'm saying is I... And that may be the reason that he stopped. Yeah. But also... It probably was. No, but I mean, like, I guess if I'm going to justify, I'm going to say Charlotte has decided to reward him with... Mm Like and this is her sexy bra, which she thinks Charlotte. is a really sexy bra. Yes. But he says, no, I'm good. I'm good for yeah. now. And she... Ugh. I have really complex emotional feelings about this storyline. Okay. Which is, so the gentleman then reveals that he is on Prozac, Prozac. which a side Prozac effect, Nation. apparently, of Prozac... Is that many, taffy pull yeah, did. Many yeah. antidepressants, as he says, it, he, he has a hard time getting it up, and it's like a taffy pole. And yeah. he's totally fine with that. Yeah. Totally chill. Because he's super even keeled now. Like, he's yeah, not he depressed. Yeah, it doesn't bother him. You know, and he's not depressed. He's not, um... He's not anything. sex maniac. He's nothing. Yeah. Now. I feel but like he was cool in goddamn dazed and confused or something. I, I guess. Mean, he was just but so I think high this on is something. Pros. I think this is... I mean, like, without getting too in-depth, because this is not really the point of our podcast, but because it was brought up, you know, Charlotte is a little perplexed by this and says like if we really like each other shouldn't that be stronger than some drug which i think just displays like her naivete which is understandable but i know i know people personally who have been on antidepressants that it has affected their libido and not just libido but like 
vagina dryness. Like, I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of things. And, and the complaint has been like, no, I'm not depressed, but I also like can't cry now. And I'm not horny is all I'm saying. That's and the so problem. And so the guy ultimately gives her essentially this ultimatum where he says, would you rather have a guy who treats you with respect, who's nice, who's who likes not to a go to Blockbuster. Maniac. Yeah, and rent them videos. Get them gummy bears. Um, maybe 28 days with Sandra Bullock. Oh, sure. Sure. it's been not years. Sure that was out I don't remember. Then, oh, yeah. I mean, that They would be going to future Blockbuster. That's sure. a whole space-time continuum I don't want to mess you with. Can't. Or would you rather have a prick who's a sex maniac who likes to get it on. All I heard was prick. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that's all Charlotte heard. It's right. And that's the point because she tosses him out like we tossed out must love dogs. Charlotte is... <laughs> We really did. Charlotte has yeah. this response that I think all of us kind of gasped. Sure. Yeah. Well, because moment. we're surprised, but at the same time, it makes sense with things we know about her character later, which yeah. are Charlotte, as much as she likes to be this pearl wearing, like socially conservative person, that she doesn't does mean she doesn't value like sex. sex. Yeah, yeah, she likes, she likes sex. She likes that sex. analingus with her husband. Oh, she, she does. absolutely would. They are married, for God's sake. That's right. So um, I, I want to bring up one thing about. Carrie's storyline, which is um, Carrie brings up her uh, farting situation with the girl. She can't bring herself to bring it up with Charlotte, but she does bring it up with Miranda and with Miranda Samantha. while they're getting uh-huh. their nails done. And That's then right. Samantha, yeah. in, loudly in the middle of a yoga class, who but talks? Carrie's not participating. Who talks? No, Carrie's just lying not, there. Who really talks in, in the middle of so yoga angry. class? Yeah. Well, I like that Samantha oh. calls her out on it. But but the thing that I wanted to bring up uh, quickly was that I was surprised by Samantha's point of view, which yeah. is Samantha <gasps> was like, you should not have farted. Well, I wasn't going to tell you this, but... um. I farted. Then move your mat away. Not now. I did it in front of Big. Huge mistake. You think? It wasn't a choice. I'm human. It happened. No, honey, you're a woman. And men don't like women to be human. We aren't supposed to fart, douche, use tampons, or have hair in places we shouldn't. I mean, hell, a guy once broke up with me because I missed a bikini once. And... Yeah. You know, Samantha is one who's so about being yourself and being independent and it's a woman's world as much as it's a man's mm. world. And I I do understand the decorum element um of it. But, but shouldn't it Samantha have been involved in enough crazy play that she would be like that she would have experienced like a lot of ass stuff and known that like noises happen and a queefing yeah. and all kinds of shit that like Carrie wouldn't necessarily be open to talking about, but like, yes, can't but, but it. Samantha, Samantha would. But but here, Samantha, she understands men, right? Yes. Yeah. So for the sake of this episode, she has to be that voice that says, "No, I understand men." Oh yeah. And yeah, men don't like this. Yeah. I know right. it doesn't make sense, and maybe, sh- and I'm sure Samantha doesn't agree with it, but I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. This is just the way it is. Yes. And men don't like Samantha's it. Samantha's not saying, saying it's right. reality. Right. Yeah. She's saying, here's the thing. We're not supposed to make these noises. We're not supposed to smell. We're not supposed to have hair in places we That's shouldn't. Right. You know? And she said, I was once broken up with a guy because I, but because of, I hadn't had a bikini wax right. or something. Ugh. I, and, and so, and so Samantha's saying like, sorry, this yeah. is the way it is. Yeah. You know, I, well, I want to ask you guys a question about Samantha real quick, which is Samantha in most seasons sports bangs. 
Yeah. Um, and, you know, my mother had bangs, so maybe that this is where this is coming so from. Does my, so did mine, so yeah. does mine. Uh-huh. But but my question is, it seems like a mom thing. No, I've had bangs. I've had bangs but no, since your bangs I moved to Los the, Angeles. Um, I, don't know, I don't know what you call this. When I it think kind that's of a 90s big. thing. Oh, you didn't know me when I was 13. My bangs yeah. were definitely like that's that. An, I think that's a 90s thing. Is it a 90s yeah. thing? But I'm just thinking in, of it as a mom thing. This aired in 1998. In and in, 19, in August of 1998, yeah. I was getting ready to enter the... Ninth grade? 1998, we were entering eighth grade. Entering eighth mm-hmm. grade. Mm-hmm. My bangs, I can show you pictures, yeah. were just like hers. It's weird. But hers were not as bad as mine, actually. I was, yeah. I was fine with it. I, I think it, it, it ages a woman. Not just, I mean, if men had bangs, it would, I don't mean that in a sexist way. I just mean it ages a woman who wears bangs. For Again, maybe it's the association with my own mother. Maybe. But it I just think, makes them I, seem I think a it ate, older. I think looking back... It ages them. We think it ages them now. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Agreed. at the time. At the time, it was fine. Right. We were like, oh, you know? super cool. Uh, so Samantha. So Samantha. Carrie brings up this whole farting thing with Samantha in the middle of yoga class. Yes, which uh, we're all loudly. upset about. I feel like it's loudly. loudly. They're talking it's very loudly. The point is, let the fucking teacher talk, and you don't yeah. talk. Carrie's not. Yeah. Even, Carrie's late. Carrie's. Carrie's Here's lying down. She's but having at a least, nap. I'm going to say yeah. something positive about this moment, which is that anytime we see Carrie in a workout class situation, she's never paying attention. She can't no. even Think catch the trapeze. No. Oh my God. The just catch. catch it for God's sake. Think about sake. that episode with Charlotte where she's doing that like African dance, whatever, and she's yes. barely doing anything. She's not participating. That's Carrie. She's she's ready to have, to, to chew gum and smoke her cigarettes at the same time. And have time. a perfect body. Yeah. And have a perfect yes. body and say, I don't go possible? to the gym. It's fucking bullshit. But at least it's consistent with her character. It's true, um, it's true. But it's Samantha, consistent. so Samantha's st- stupid storyline is that she... Which is never, by the way, really resolved. Which is that her their yoga teacher, Siddhartha... Uh, Samantha, which I thought was a joke at first. Nope, not yeah. at all. I laughed and, out loud yeah. the first time yes. we said, heard his name. It's I was so like, stupid. Oh, that's funny. And then I was like, oh, that's his name. Samantha yeah. invites Siddhartha to go to uh, a, a place called Sir, Tofu. Siddhartha. Siddhartha. Sir Arthur. Sir Arthur. <laughs> to a place called Tofu or not tofu for I coffee. I also laughed out loud. Yes. You did. You yes. did. But so she takes him to coffee, which he time. accepts, even though when she invites him, she's like, ooh, would you like to get a coffee sometime? Which, the subtext of which is, would you like to put your dick in my pussy? Yes. But he... Would we even call that subtext We wouldn't. But he agrees to go with her and then reveals to her over yeah. coffee that he's that tantrically he's celibate. celibate. He's tantrically yeah. celibate, which That's means right. he's abstaining. He's been abstaining from sex for three years because mm-hmm. of the erotic thrill it gives him, the buildup of not yeah. having had sex. So is the idea of that that at some point there will be some sort of release? I or don't for the know. rest of your life? I have no idea. You're just building that sexual energy up until you die or explode. For his so really sake. Or, <laughs> or at the same time. That's a good question. Maybe that's the way that he wants good. to go. I yeah. mean, sure. Yeah. yeah. I'm not doing anything Of later. all the ways to die. <laughs> Literally. Of all the ways to die. Um, but so, so Samantha seems to get intrigued by the idea of tantric celibacy. And, and I love the idea that Samantha gets intrigued yeah. by that idea because Samantha... It makes Samantha, perfect sense. It does. Yeah. Yes. And, and there's even the phrase that the only thing hotter than 
Having sex is not having that's sex. That's right. I think that's, that's great. Classic I love it. Sex it's classic sex. It, this storyline for Samantha, it, while dumb, is perfect. It is. Yeah. It's so. It's so everything you Samantha. always want for Samantha Jones. Trying something different, that's and this right. time trying something different is not trying anything at all. It's that's perfect. Right. It's so great. That. In fact, I would say like if we had to make a top five best Samantha storylines, this yeah, would probably totally. be in there. I agree. Now, my only question is, I'm not exactly sure what the tie-up of that storyline None. Was. There is none. That's there the is answer. None. The tie-up of that is she gets fed up. They are eating... A t- cut to Samantha and all the girls mm-hmm. eating gummy bears, staring at Carrie's, like, neighbors across Mr. The, and Mrs. Get It On. Oh. Who can't stop having sex, who yes. always have sex. Yeah, Carrie sees some neighbor, new neighbors, as she says, of hers, who are butt-naked and put just poking it in just putting it down putting it in and all, we see everything we see it all and and, and it's pretty funny it's, it's a funny, funny it's a funny sort of through line it's for great. the show where yeah. for this episode where by the end of it they're all eating those blockbuster gummy bears sitting mm-hmm. watching sitting watching and Samantha watching can't the window like a TV yeah. and Miranda has uh, Cynthia Nixon has a great moment where she's watching them and getting fed up and puts her hands on her face I made <laughs> yeah. a note of that I love it genius. but Samantha gets to the point where she's like I'm sorry I just can't yep I just can't I just can't so she walks ne- away physically yeah so the next time yeah. they are in Samantha is in yoga her yoga class mm-hmm. and Sid Arthur is giving her like a Justin or Weber <laughs> and Samantha, the only person wearing color in that entire room. That's Everybody right. else is wearing white. She's, she's wearing, wearing the bright, bright orange red, and red yeah. and yellow. And she says to Sid Arthur, like, you, unless, when he adjusts her, yeah. you better put the, if you, unless you put those hands d- down a little further, you better take your hands off. Me, yeah. Like that. And she, she takes the hint. She resorts to, as they're in like downward dog or something, just looking at any guy in the room and saying, yeah. want, like mouthing, wanna fuck. Wanna yep. fuck. Ma- uh, to the point where she says out loud, wanna fuck. Yeah. To some guy, <laughs> to some guy, and they get up and leave, and then that's the that's the resolution of the storyline. They get up and they go fuck. It's and you know what? I'm fine with that resolution. No, that is, it is one of the best episodes for, for fucking Samantha Jones. For so, Kim Cattrall. It's wanna perfect. Wanna fuck. Wanna fuck. I want to point out a few stray observations, which is another canonical piece of this episode that I would have never seen before and find, frankly, hard to believe, is that Carrie paints. She oh. paints her kitchen, which Carrie, hmm. I mean, I love Carrie, but not one I've known to do manual labor, especially manual labor on her own apartment. Mm. Okay, well... Let's talk about that yeah. because so Carrie's upset because it's been three three nights now where they've slept together and they haven't had sex or whatever. Yeah. And then it starts to become a little longer mm-hmm. where they haven't had sex. And then this moment happens mm-hmm. where <laughs> Carrie is and I'm getting to the paint, but Carrie sees her neighbors having sex and Mr. she Mr. and Mrs. She, get it on. She decides she's gonna put on her best skirt that really fits her hips yeah. and go over, invite herself over to Big's apartment <laughs> where he already has plans watching his game. Yeah. And act like a lunatic, yeah. and just—I'd like to think. Well, anyway, they, she comes over, and it's basically all over big. Yeah, and I'd like to think there was a moment where the director, or whoever, was like, "All right, I just want you guys to just 
we're just gonna let the camera roll mm-hmm. oh. and SJP you get on Chris and just play and let's see what happens and try and <laughs> yeah. get his attention and it was like some long 15 yeah. minute take yes. or something yeah. and that's what sure. it felt like to yeah. me yeah. and so she's like trying to get Big's attention and Big is like no I'm watching the fight yeah. I'm watching HBO I'm yeah. watching the fight <laughs> I'm watching HBO yeah. PPV pay-per-view <laughs> and and Carrie flips out in in perfect Carrie fashion yep. and oh. and is like fine I'm not like your perfect fight on your perfect TV <laughs> oh. and he actually says out loud this exact phrase which yeah. I love and he says why are you acting so nuts <gasps> Did he no, say that? He does. Nobody ever calls out Carrie like that. And at the beginning Nobody of the episode, says she says, we love our nuts. We love our nuts. In the ice nuts. cream. And he says, why are you acting so wow. nuts? She storms out. And yeah. I mean, we understand where Carrie's coming from yes. a little bit. But she goes off the rails like Carrie always does. Is a little neurotic. Is a little too much. And yeah. Big sort of like placates her for a while. And then is like, um, what are you doing? Why are you so nuts? Because mm. she's basically, if you haven't watched the episode... She's hanging on him, trying to She's make out to initiate sex. She's licking his when yeah, she, he's... the thing is, she called him and said, "Is it okay if I come over?" And he said, "Yes." Sure. So I understand her being frustrated that he's not ready to pay attention to her. At the same time, mm-hmm. she called him and asked him, "Can I come over?" After I saw that scene, I couldn't help but wonder: Was the fight worse than the fart? Oh. <laughs> So, so she storms out. Mm-hmm. She's mortified. She storms out, and he and, says, "Knock it the fuck off!" By the way, which I, I and I liked. quote, I like because it too. she's being fucking crazy. Yeah, and, and so she goes home and expects him to call. Yeah, and, and apologize. I, also, I have to say one other thing. I don't understand men who watch sports. I don't understand. I God don't bless None of us for really anyone listening who hasn't yeah. picked up on this before. Now, Alec and I are in a relationship, and I thank the the sweet Jesus above, who I'm not sure how much I really ascribe to. He's that there. Alec, he's there, <laughs> and he gave me this gift of Alec, who doesn't he give did. two shits about sports. No, I don't and know. I will. I just don't under. And I know that there are probably a lot of ladies listening who do. Who have these alpha men who like want to watch the game or the fight or the mm the the fucking MMA? Whatever. I don't. Yeah. I just can't. I don't get it. Sometimes I think about like how much I love. I mean, here we go. How much I love America's Next Top Model. Yeah. Sure. And and we don't we all? Cat and I both really do. Yes. And. I think about how much I love watching that and how I could watch any episode and how it's relaxing for me and I just love it and I love it and I know other people don't like it or don't get it and sometimes I they're think that's idiots. the way sometimes people think about sports. <gasps> oh. Like that's their thing. Like they're like, oh my And oh. although I don't understand it, I can accept, all right, well, if you get that excited about your fantasy football team, I made my top picks for fantasy oh. like top models, like mm-hmm. all-star cycle and then it happened, by the way. You yeah. just... But you to just me, changed my life. I get see, it now. So, so I don't get the sports, but I can. I don't know. You understand yeah. the Empathize sport of it. When they're like, sure. Oh sure, my sure. gosh, yeah. the basketball player made a touchdown. I can get whatever. that excitement because I get that excited about <laughs> yeah. Mary's next yeah. Anyway, yes. so Carrie is like, I don't understand why Big's not calling. Oh God, Big should be calling me. And so it goes days, right? Mm-hmm. And so the, getting to the painting. Yes. So she says, I've. I, 
she's going crazy or whatever, mm-hmm. and she has to think she has to do something with her hands to get her mind yeah. off of big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she decides to paint her kitchen. So now, what you're saying is it makes sense that she's painting. Well, it's painting. it's going to show the length that this is bothering her that she's going to paint her kitchen or whatever. Now yeah. I don't feel like this is a typical Carrie thing to do, mm-hmm. but I think it's a great vehicle to set up a great little moment that happens. Yes. Where Miranda comes by and is like, "Oh, that's a great color. Is it a crew?" And she's like, "No, it's eggshell or whatever." Mm-hmm. Anyway, so Carrie starts painting. She's painting. She's painting. She's painting. Next mm. thing you know, tell us. Perfect, sweet, big, who I will always love, mm-hmm. knocks on that door, shows up to Carrie's apartment, and then we realize I'm gonna cry. We all. I know. I looked at Cat while we're watching this episode. And I know she's about to cry. If not, she might have been. And I yeah. love that about her and about this episode. That. Big shows up, and we realized Big has never been to her apartment. No. And you know what? Mm-hmm. Carrie's never invited him there. That's no. Right. He says as much. Yes, he does. And so you're thinking, and I hope Carrie has this moment where she thinks, that's right. I never invited him over to my place. Mm-hmm. He's never seen my we life. We hope Carrie has the, I'm right? not sure she's quite self-aware enough to go like, wait a minute, what's my part in this? Right, what's my he part? He hasn't been to my apartment right. to see, oh, I'm Carrie. I'm curly. I'm the Katie girl. I'm crazy. <laughs> I'm not perfect. Blah, blah, blah. And, and he, what about you've never asked you, him you've over? You've never have. And so he shows up and you guys, he, <gasps> it, he loves it. He's mm-hmm. wearing that trench coat he's, he's wearing not trench. wearing that suit he's wearing yeah. that more casual he's a outfit. real guy his hair mm-hmm. super casual he shows up and she immediately starts defending the place mm-hmm. and saying oh um you know it's a little bit of a mess and she has paint on her face yep. and he loves he it he loves it he touches he, it he says and, I like and, the and paint and she's like it's a little bit of a mess and he goes you know what I really like it the way it is and mm-hmm. he says is that eggshell? And she he says, calls it out. He yes, goes, is it that is. eggshell? He knows it. He knows her. <laughs> he understands her. Mm-hmm. He loves her for who she is. She, you know, and he even, she, he says, the first thing she says is, why didn't you call me? And he says, why didn't you call me? Yep. I could throw down this microphone right now throw and it. walk Drop it. home. Drop walk it. to my home and, and go to bed satisfied <laughs> after hearing that. I mean, come on. It's so true. It is. What do you want? And it to make and to make my game. life even better, of course. The uh, Mr. and Mrs. Get It On are getting it on. Yeah. They see it. Carrie acts like in perfect Carrie fashion. Acts like, no, I've never noticed that they're having sex. And Big says, we can do better than that. <gasps> and we literally go, ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just an gr- amazing it's moment. It's perfect. You're right. It's, it's perfect. perfect. Everything about yes. it is perfect. That is a that is a perfect and and this is why and I wrote down literally Alec space dash space. This is what you miss when you don't watch season one. It feels yes. so this is good. as you keep saying. You keep using this big word. It's canonical. Yeah. This is a moment that that is so important because it shows that while Big has a lot of money, yep. he has this important job. Yep. He dates models before he dated Carrie. Yeah. He doesn't need a perfect girl. He mm-hmm. he needs a girl who's great and who he loves, and he's okay with flaws. Mm-hmm. 
Um, goddamn, goddamn. Uh, he he just he. She woke up like that. She woke up like that. <laughs> he just needs. He loves Carrie. You're right. And he's okay with the fact that she's messy and has pain on her face. And he's endearing and he's lovely. And I've met Chris Noth and he is like that in person. I know. He really he's exactly is, like that. He called me sweetheart and he's I know perfect. he did. Yes. He did. I am so embarrassed about what I've said about season one. I will flagellate myself. No. I, I do want to go said. just back it up just a tiny bit before we wrap this episode. Okay. And say that there's also another first in this episode that I'm not sure if you guys noticed or not. But a first time that Miranda gets really upset with With Carrie Carrie. about Big. Yeah. (laughs) Carrie's bitching to Miranda. Did he call? Nope. And it's been two days. Nice color. Egg crew? Eggshell. Well, I think it's over. I should never have farted. Jesus, Carrie, that's it. I've heard enough about the fart. It's not the fucking fart. I know it's not the fucking fart. I just, I think I'm in love with him and I'm terrified that he's going to leave me because I'm not perfect. Yeah. And Miranda, and it's not funny anymore. No, Miranda's get, Miranda and, and gets real. Is, you're right, that I think that is the first time we see yeah. Miranda really call Carrie And out. not yes. the last time. Not the last time. No, because Miranda increasingly gets frustrated with Carrie's neuroses about Big and how Carrie God, goes all does. crazy yeah. and acts like a different person. And, and it's like that fight that they get in when... Miranda and and Carrie are going like vintage clothing shopping or whatever, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and Carrie's like, "I'm thinking about having lunch with Big," and Miranda's like, "I'm done. Yeah. I am not gonna listen to you. Go on this journey on your own because I'm not gonna deal with it." This is the beginning of that, and I'll tell you why that is because Miranda's a really good friend. She's she a great friend, good. and I like try and like to say this once every episode. Isn't Cynthia Nixon amazing? Oh no, Got she's. It. She's the best. She's she's hands she's down so the perfect. best. Absolutely. Even the way she'll be given a line that's just okay, like the word okay, and it's brilliant when mm-hmm. she delivers. No, it. I'm going to try and imitate. No, it she's saying seventeen she things with with two syllables. Yeah, God, she's so good. It's perfect. Um, yeah, I um, love that this episode again. You know, canonical mm-hmm. that it really shows that foundation that history with. Big and Carrie. Yes. Because you kind of forget that later in the series a mm-hmm. little bit. So when things yeah. end up the way they do, mm-hmm. you can really appreciate it because you can feel it and see it here and realize it's weeks and months and yep. a lot. And Carrie even says, you don't understand. I'm not myself with this guy. It's different. She's mm-hmm. saying it's different with this I guy. I even catch myself posing. Posing, which yeah. I have it's I, real. Me, no, Daniel, I get it. I real. It. I know yeah. it's real. I've, I've done posed. it. I've done it. I dated a girl once where I would write down what I was going to say before we got on the <gasps> phone because I wanted it to be perfect. See? It's universal. It is. Yeah. And as much as like I I try to clarify on this podcast we talk about like oh it's a heteronormative relationship and I feel so badly because Sex and the City no, it's a human experience. It is. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. Yeah. It is. And I think the last thing <laughs> the Carrie Big sort of situation is resolved without Big very explicitly like giving right. her Once that again. verbal affirmation. Mm-hmm. You know, Once again. that's right. He like subtly deflects it, shows yeah. that he's physically there, mm-hmm. but doesn't give her that yes that like that verbal exact explicit that's validation right. that she needs. It's implied, but it's not verbose. Nope. And I feel like, I mean, 
I feel like Big does that on purpose a little bit. Oh, of yes. course. Yes. He's you know, a smart businessman. He, he, he is yeah. a smart businessman. But he, we can tell that he loves Carrie. He, he does. Is, He's he already is, in love now. He is silent but deadly. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing it back to the farts, Alec. Keeping it classy. Um, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Carry On. Um, I, I'm... Wow. This is a great Who episode. Who knew that great episode farts was going to turn into... Turn to, to, to so much discussion. Yeah. yeah. So, so much excitement and, and so much readiness for the season finale. It's yes, true. Coming up you guys, next. we have one more episode to get season. through of the first season. Can't and then we're it. done. No more season one. That's it. We had our first review on iTunes, which oh. was Chips and Dips Make Me Orgasm. That was the username. That's so true. thank you so much. Chips and Dips Make Me Orgasm. I'm so happy with you. Um, they are loving the show. And, oh, and, and it's Incidentally, I had some chips and dip this weekend that made me just about orgasm. Yeah, wow. So I really See, identify perfect. with yeah. you. Like Charlotte, I had a five-minute orgasm yeah. when I had those chips and And I think that chips rabbit. and dip made me orgasm said just simply, like, great work, keep it up. Yeah. So if you, kind listener, feel like adding anything to chips and dip make me orgasms kind of thought process, if you want to yeah. leave us an iTunes comment mm-hmm. or just, like, click that rating, like, how many yeah. stars... Go for it. We'd it's be happy fine. to give you a shout out. Sure. Daniel will. Montgomery will say it. I'll for do you. it. We yeah. will. We'll give you that shout out. And I mean, who knows? Maybe our maybe our uh, season one finale episode will be a super size. We may bring Matthew and Daniel on together. I would love it. Maybe. So fun. Who knows? Try um, and tell the difference between our voices. You will. It's easy, actually. <laughs> it's completely easy. I'd never understood people's confusion because you two aren't, you couldn't be more different. But here's some practice for Daniel because until next time, carry on. Carry on.